You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. We've got four projects to talk about this week. Uh, friend of the, friends of the show, Taylor Gray and Jonathan Baker. We got Griselda. We got Fab. And we got Game. I don't, <sighs> I don't really have enough for a full review of Taylor and, jo- and, and, and Jonathan Baker stuff. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of friends of the show. Like, let's just listen. There's a lot of people we know who worked on this project. Yes. So, like, much. it feels a little weird to do a review. We've done it for Taylor's stuff before. We have. And he actually, like, clamors for that stuff. Like, he regularly listens to the show and he will text me and, and yeah. Right. I mean, he asked for the, the ringer. He did. With, uh, he did. His early projects. Yeah. I, have a, I have a couple, like, random thoughts. And then I want, I'm sure you have way more. I want to let you get your bars off. Um, first of all, and I'm not even just saying this because I'm on the show with you. I think you crush your guest appearance. That's a great verse. Really? I like it. People keep saying that, dog. I don't like this. <laughs> okay, but thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And secondly, so most of the stuff I hear from, from Jonathan Baker, I'm hearing because he's like working with you on stuff. And I feel like when you work with him on stuff, at least in the past, he's bringing like the warm keys and a certain kind of vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like I'm going into this and I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting something. And then I was like, oh, it's trap yeah. beats. Like I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. 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 I'm not mad at it. It's just it was yeah. it was it threw me for a loop at first because I was like okay we can get some t- some warm keys Taylor's gonna come in and do his thing and it's like no 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 we're getting a little cold yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure was that it the floor is yours okay um oh my god where do I uh, I mean I mean what do I, I think um JB's been in a different bag lately he sent me some stuff that has been ridiculous. Um, and actually one of the beats that I picked was something in this vein, just sort of yeah. like trappy and up-tempo or whatever. Um, I, I appreciate Taylor rapping over these types of beats because mm. the last two projects, which I believe were uh, The Love Don't Last Long. I mean, God, there was a whole period. The Love Don't Last Long, um, Jacob and Judas, and In the Way of Me were, were really like somber and heavy and reflective and... You know, I know he was like transitioning and stuff. So like to hear him on some like up-tempo urgent production yeah. is a is a really good breath of fresh air for him. Um, I think five tracks is perfect. I think the features are good. I think Cambino cr- just destroys his verse. Um, Tragic is dope. The reason why I don't like my verse is because I'm still trying to figure my way out through some of these tempos. But I think I just... I think I put too much pressure on myself. Mm. I think that's the problem. Cause I can get on those tempos. I've done them before and I've, I've done, I'm happy with what I've done. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm just, I think just lyrically, I think I'm just my own worst critic and I'm like, ah, I could have did this better, but cool. I'm glad you like it. You're not the only person whose opinion that I value who said that they really, really like the, like the verse. So bet. Cool. I, I appreciate I, that. I totally understand that. I'm the same way with my own beats, right? Like, yeah like one of the like one of the beats we're using for our project it's like it's my least favorite of the bunch it's not Mm -hmm. bad it's just my least favorite of the bunch and yet like when i did the live stream sandman was like oh and i was like it's it's fine oh sandman tuned in shout out to sandman yeah shout out to sandman no and you know i so i get it like because you know i'm my own worst critic i'm here and i'm like nah it's not doing this right and it feels you know we get you can get too deep in your own (laughs) head dude yes it's called kairos oh yeah yeah but anyway um yeah so 
you talk about Taylor and Trap Beats made me realize, I think one of my takes on this show that has aged the worst is when we had him on, and I think, was it was it the Monarch album? Probably Mocker and Monarch is when we had him on, yep. And that was right, that was like not too long after, um, if you're reading this, it's too late, came out. Uh-huh. And I asked him, I said, you know, this kind of sounds like that, it sounds like that Drake style a bit. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I was, what I didn't realize is that everybody was going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Not that, that that take of mine has not aged well. Um Sorry. Taylor, you you were you had the right call there. Um and then uh I'm actually no, nah, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked, but I'm I'm shocked that I'm a little surprised that people haven't caught everything that he's talking about on the second verse of uh Course I Dreams. What do you mean by that? I'm I mean, I'm not gonna share. <laughs> Why not? Um just just some just some chatter and some just some kind I'm not because I'm not gonna throw you know anything under the bus I feel like if it's Taylor's project and if Taylor wants to communicate that then he he'll communicate that in the way that he wants to communicate it but I'm actually shocked that more people aren't abreast to what he's talking about and who he's talking about because to me it's to me it's pretty clear but it it may be because of close quarters um and you may just be too in, in you may be too immersed in it to really know like okay people really don't know this is what's going on. But I feel like there's enough information going around for you to know. But let, let me I, make a request I, for, for for Taylor and JB. Um, please, yo, get your lyrics on Genius. That's the, that reminds me, I gotta get lyrics on from Snooze Button on Genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get them, I'm trying to figure out, like I want to get them either on here or on a Kairos culture or something. I want them to like break down what they did. Because JB came to the house the other day and he was just breaking down like, his like him producing Taylor mm. and it was super clock radio speakers like nerdy but they're both super super JB said he was down and I know Taylor's super busy because he's a flipping pastor um he's just busy but I would love to have them on the show and like really nerd out and share some of the the trade secrets uh what they did with this project because it's really really fascinating how they put this together it really is I appreciate it. I like it. And I think you guys are going to be really excited about what Taylor's doing now. I'm just a fan of Taylor. Like, that's my guy. It's my friend. But I'm just a fan of him as a rapper. And I'm like, you guys are really going to like what he's doing after this. You really are. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, what do you want to talk about first? Griselda, Fab, or Game? <sighs> I feel like we should... What should we end with? Should we end with Game? <laughs> sure. We'll end with Game. Let's end with Game. Let's start with... Let's start with Griselda. Okay. This is a... Interesting project for Gisela. This mm-hmm. is their. This is their. This is a uh, WW uh, CD. Yep. Um. This is their Shady Records debut. Their one and only album was Shady, from what I hear. And so you and I had wondered what was going to happen. How was that going to work? They going to clear all these samples? We wondered a lot. We wonder a lot. You know, it's very interesting. Before you get to that point, but it's very interesting that as soon as they sign with Rock Nation, they got a release date. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. So, um. I'm sure this is known, but like I, I, I knew not much about this project going into listening. And so, you know, you look at the li- you look at the uh, liner notes, you look at who produced what. Um, so all songs here are produced by uh, Beat Butcher and Derringer. Yep. Uh, Beat Butcher, uh, a producer, but also somebody who goes and creates stuff for other producers to sample. Genius. So it's very obvious they had Beat Butcher create original stuff for Derringer to then flip. Yep. Which is an interesting way for Shady to try to solve the sample problem. Absolutely. I think it I think it works. I mean, I think the idea works. If you're trying to get around samples, then you create samples to sample. It 
there's a limitation, um, which is especially it's especially prevalent if you consider the their, the rest of their work, which is um, at least what B Butcher did for this project. I don't know if he has it in his capabilities. Like there are no, there's almost no vocals being sampled, and e, a yeah. a big like soul sample, or even like in some cases like a doo-wop, like a like a fifties R and B sample that's like slowed down and pitched like. That is very much in the of the Griselda sound, mm-hmm. right? It would be like if Dipset in their prime tried to make an album without vocal samples. It would <laughs> be weird. Okay, but all that to say, we've come a long way in the fifteen years since um, Diplomatic Immunity, right? Where like the answer to we couldn't clear the sample was I'm gonna play this on a keyboard. Like they went the, yes, right? They went the other way, which is we're not even gonna try. God, yes. We're, Absolutely. Right. We're not even gonna try. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna have B Butcher give us all this stuff and we're gonna we're gonna have Darren just sit down and make his kind of beats with this kind of stuff as the source material. Yep. And so yep. I have track by track notes, by the way, on all this stuff. I, I don't know if you of, of course you do. Of course you do. Um do you you I mean anything else you want to say about this before we get we get started? No, I wanted I the biggest thing was noting the samples and yeah. the um and the uh, the Rock Nation date from from what I understand. I don't know who they're signing with afterwards, I'd, and I hope they don't sign with anybody. Yeah, if if Rock Nation is their um, management, and if they can book tours, like it's not really clear to me that, that they need a label. You know what I mean? Y- yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, um, so they've got the intro with Raekwon. Yep, it's an intro. It's an intro. It's an intro. He's talking, right? Um, Chef Dreads. Yes. How you feel about this? Out the gate, this is the best song on the album. <laughs> really. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, where am I? Yep. My notes. I don't think this is the best song on the album. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. Like, okay. I'll, look, I'll, like, I'll, cool? let me cut to the chase. I think most of this album is cool. Okay. Wait, don't. Okay. Sorry. Slow down. Slow, Slow down. down. <laughs> no, I think that this, um, it's fine. Like, this is an album cut to me. It is nothing groundbreaking. It's totally fine. Okay. I, I I like when I like when Griselda gets on faster tempos because they're typically on slower tempos. That's true. And rappers when you uh when you make them when you create a, a space for them to uh space for them to be urgent, it almost always works. So I I I I appreciate this coming off of the intro. It's faster tempo, like all three of them kill it. Yep, I like this record a lot. <clears throat> Next up is uh I think it's Mosell, is that how it's pronounced? I don't know. Maybe. We'll say that. Um, this was like when I was listening to the project, this is where I was immediately like, I was immediately picking up on, oh, there's no samples on this project. Yep. 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 Um, this beat is kind of repetitive. I don't, I don't like this record. It's it's fine. It's yeah, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Do you like uh, Cruiserweight Coke? Uh, yeah. I like the beat. I don't like what they did with it. I feel like they could have. I feel like they could have did better with this. I feel like cruiserweight cruiserweight Coke <laughs> is a hilarious song title, and I was just ready for them to kill it, and they didn't kill it. Yeah, like it's a better beat than the last two to me. I like this beat. Um, one thing about this album, there are like almost no hooks at all. That's Gris- that's Griselda for you. It is, but like without. That's because they often have very dramatic samples that serve as like that sort of anchor the track. Mm, and when yeah. you take that away, yeah, like I know that that's Griselda, and you know me. Like, when do I ever make beats that have hooks in them? 
right? But like, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> no, might be I, I recognize me talking about this project is the epitome of the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. But um, I get all that. But like the lack of, of samples really, and it's like, okay, so it's just going to be like you three rapping. Like you really have to show out if the beat isn't going to be amazing. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, to me, like one of the best beats on here is Freddie Hotspot. It's cool. Not a fan? Yeah, it's okay. And I like the energy on that too. Okay. I, one thing I realized on here, like, I think I like, I, I I went into this thinking maybe I like Benny the most. Talk about it. I think Conway's really good on this project. Conway destroys this album. Yeah. He's he really destroys good on this. this album. Yes. Yes. I f- Conway was always, because it was always like Benny was kind of like the, 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 the ugly stepchild. Hmm. Coming with Griselda coming out, it was always Westside and Conway. And Westside gave you like the, the like the fashion raps or whatever yeah. with the wrestling references. But then Conway gave you like the lyrical miracle stuff. Benny just comes in and has an amazing year. Um, and he kind of like Conway kind of got pushed to the side. And I feel like Conway is on here with the chip on his shoulder. Yeah, like I think I think Doctor Birds is a good example of that. Like I think Conway's yep. nice on that. Yep. I like that beat too. Dope. That beat is really dope. Yeah. Yep. That might be the best song on here. I'm not mad at that. I really like that's that's high. That's high on the list yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I like Dr. Birds. Dr. Birds is like, that's an example of like, okay, sure, no samples, but like it works. Yep. Agreed. Um, how you feel about old groove? <sighs> I don't like when R and B singers sing about gangster stuff. Well, you definitely don't like the skit that's coming up then, but um <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I'm not really <laughs> sure about the outro on this where it switches up. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the rest of this though is, is fine. Okay. I think it's an interesting stylistic choice they make where they have Westside start off a lot of these songs. <sighs> I don't know. Cause like his style lends itself. It's so bombastic, but like shaggy <laughs> boombastic. It's so bombastic <laughs> and over the top, but these are not like, again, Granted, no samples, but like you can make like these beats. None of these beats are as over. They are they aren't really over the top enough to match him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're they're more low key. Yeah, I don't know. West Side Gun to me, it's like he is an extravagant kind of rapper, right? Absolutely. Um, and so it's weird. Like they really. So a lot of these songs start off like high up in terms of like the extravagance and the, the volume, like the, it's just loud. It's like, it's in your face mm. and then you kind of settle in. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you're, if you're thinking about like alternate, like, I don't know, I think he'd be an interest. Like if, if I were them, I'd be like, maybe more often I might start with Conway or Benny and then like spice it up with West side and then go on. Mm. It's just interesting to see. Like I, I, I sort of, I might've guessed that they would have like almost alternated, like who got to start, who got the last verse, but they really do fall into this, like, West Side Conway Benny groove at, at, at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slaughterhouse was really guilty of that too, where Royce would um, always start the records. They had, a, they had a. I mean, you know, like Wu Tang was kind of known. Like Deck would start records, and like I mean, they they definitely yeah. had some had some like habits. But anyway, I think yeah. I think Old Groove is fine. Um, yeah, I like the rapping on Scotty's more than the beat. Yeah, yeah, I'm not crazy about this beat. I'm not. It's it's way too repetitive. It needs something. Yeah, I think what happens with these beats is like if the beat is not polarizing, then like I don't want to hear the three of them because they have so much material where the beat is great. And because yeah. I already know the rapping is going to be at a certain level. So I'm not worried about the verses. It's 
the question is always, is the production going to set the stage for me to want to hear them? And some of these records, including Scotty's, just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I like the back and forth with Westside and Conway. I think that works. Mm-hmm. When they get in their Hall and Nash bag, it's really dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kennedy, this is the kind of skit I would have loved 20 years ago. <laughs> with uh, Riza and Takita? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that would have been great. I would have loved every second of it. <laughs> 16-year-old Doc would have been like, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to skip past that. City on the map with your man, 50 Cent. What you think of this, Doc? Um, 50 Sound, he gets off to a slow start. A really slow okay. start with his verse. He kind of picks it up a little bit, but he can't hang. He's not there anymore. Mm. Conway's flow is nice. I like Conway on this record. Um, okay. But it's like, it's like, man, they wouldn't even clear the sample for the 50 cent record. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't give him anything. They got I nothing. Guess the, the, they question, got nothing? <laughs> the question is, is like, yo, do you like, let me think of how I want to say this. How much money does Shady expect to make off of these guys? Zero. <laughs> and I'm saying because they don't expect to make this money. This is almost seems like it was a it seems like everybody that Eminem signed was a passion project. Right. I was going to say how much this is, you know, Eminem's up on YouTube listening to rappers. Yep. Decides he wants to sign them and somebody in accounting has to make it work. Yep. 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 And then they're like, wait, oh, we have to make money. Right. And Eminem doesn't have to worry about that because he's Eminem. Right. He's like, I, I'll, I'll, whatever happens with me, like, I could put out an album with me farting and people will buy it. Well, what's interesting to me is like, you know, game signed to like an indie and they're clearing every sample you've ever heard in your life, apparently, or not. <laughs> um, Relax. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. But Shady can't clear, uh, uh, couldn't clear. And really, there's 13 songs in here, but we've got three interludes. Like, there's not a ton of songs. It's, it's I don't know. Seems weird to me, but anyway, um, 50, he, he's just not, there's no, I'm not hearing that hunger from him on, that, that you need on this to me. Okay. Cause Conway's hungry on this. Okay. But you know, it was fine. How did you feel? Actually, I liked it a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think 50 was really, I think it was a, it was, it was Griselda on a G unit record. Like that beat just reeks of like, uh, terminate on site like g-unit's second album um where like g-unit wasn't like they had like g-unit had like an immediate spike and then their fall i think their fall is kind of like overstated because i feel like even in their fall off they were still making like all right music it's just like people were tired of them and their sound but you go to those later g-unit tapes and there's still joints on there you know who would sound good on sitting on the map who banks banks Man, actually, they have a really. There's a record they they have with uh, Conway, Benny, and Banks called Bullet Club. That's really really dope. Came out a few years ago. Really dope. Um, yeah, but it just it felt like just felt like G Unit in oh five oh six, like oh six, not oh five, like oh six oh seven. Um, I liked it. I liked it. But I agree with you. Like, but I was gonna say I agree with you. Like, Fifty can't keep up. But like, Fifty man. 50 stopped being witty a long time ago. <laughs> it's not even it's not even the lyrics, it's his delivery. Like he's just not he's not nimble in the same mm. way that he needs to be. Gotcha. Cuz there's right like cuz I'm you know, you look at the, I'm, I'm sitting here I'm I like to this is inside baseball here, but like as we do the show, I like to have 
I got like my notes up. I, I got like multiple monitors. Here. I got genius up so I can refer to producers and lyrics. I got all sorts of stuff going on. Like you look at the lyrics and it's like, yeah, like you can see how it works, but the, just the way he's rapping is just not, it's not there. And mm. you know, I get it. 50's been around a long time now. Like that's kind of the stereotype of what happens to some in hip hop. You lose a little bit as you get older, but you know, you'd hope, you know, maybe, you know, the, the new guys in the block bring you in. You try to, you know, remind them who you are. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Maystore? I'm I'm good on the rest of this album after the 50 record. Yeah. Uh, these beats really start. To, it's amazing. It's not long, but the beats really do run into one another. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> how do you feel about M on the Bang remix? I mean, that's that's Conway and Eminem. So yeah. I had already heard the record. It was just a matter of hearing Benny and, and Westside on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Benny's I think Benny steals the show on this. Mm. To me, um, I think he sounds great on this, um, and of course Eminem is uh, completely unnecessary. <laughs> okay, he's talking about Coolio and Ja Rule. Like, come on, man, <laughs> cannabis. Yeah, fantastic voyage, man. I I reached a real peak of name dropping this week. All right, like it's all. I'm oh gonna say. boy, no. All right, yep. We're, we're so, like you there. know. When you hear name dropping and then you go listen to this, you're like, all right. Um, so let me. So you're, you're the resident Griselda fan on the show. Mm-hmm. Normally, the debut album on a major label is like a big career inflection point for an artist or a group. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this almost doesn't even matter for their career trajectory. Am I wrong? Not at all. I, in fact, I think that this was the hurry up and get out of the deal album. Because mm. they were literally, it was, we're signing with Eminem, we're signing with Shady, we're signing with Shady, they signed with Shady, and six months later, you don't hear any talk right. from the Griselda camp about Shady at all. Then you hear them sign with Rock Nation, we're signing with Jay-Z, 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 and then out of nowhere, a month later, it's Eminem, Eminem, Shady, 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 and they put out this project. It's it's super clear that Rock Nation wants all three, and from my understanding, like, they signed, they signed really weird. So Conway has to give Shady an album or something like that. Um, so that's why Bang was Conway and Eminem's record. So I think Conway has to give them a solo album and then he's done. But Westside and Benny are already with Rock Nation. So yeah, no, this isn't going to matter at all in their catalog. As much as they put stuff out, I mean, Westside announced that he's doing something with Mad Lib next year and that next year is his last year rapping or whatever. Um Benny, from what I hear, Benny is already gearing up. There's a record, there's a snippet I found online of Benny and Ross over either Bink, Hit Boy, or Justice League. One of those guys. But it sounded crazy. So clearly they're like, get in, get out. That's an OG's classic, which is cool. Every three months, somebody's coming out and they're just rotating between the three of them. So nobody gets tired of one in particular. But Benny clearly is having a, a superstar year. Yeah, he's having a moment. Yep. Yeah. So, did you have expectations for this project? Not at all. I just wanted to know if they were going to how they were going to do samples. Yeah. That was literally it. And especially coming off of like Hitler wears Hermes 7, which to me is like it's like the best uh Griselda project besides Fly God, like going from that to this so quickly was just kind of like mm, cuz the production on on 7 was just really 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 good and consistently good. Is everything that I want from Griselda, and this just wasn't it. But I don't hold them to that because of sample clearances and whatever they had to do to get around it. I'm not mad at it. 
So, you know, give you a few cool records to put on your playlist, but, you know, keep it moving. Get, hit, hit me with something in January, February. Okay. You want to talk about Fab next? Yes. So Fab is uh, continuing his his strategy of having these little like these sort of branded, you know, different like I don't even know what to call it, but you know, he he had the soul tape for a while, and he, you know, this is now he's back for for round three with summer summertime shootout three. Um, of course, releasing in the winter, but that's a different conversation. Um, what was I'm trying to think? What was the last thing I really heard from? What was the last time we talked about Fab on the show? Woof! It's been a while, right? It's been a good while. Say, yeah. what was his last project? I don't know. The oh, the Young OG tape? Young no. OG project, maybe? <laughs> Hasn't been that long. It might have been, man. He's been on he been on Instagram uh, getting his model ministry off. Well, Summertime, summertime Shootout 2 was three years ago. Oh, that's right. He did the, he did the album with Jadakiss. And then, and then he did Friday on Elm Street uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some joints on it, too. And Summertime Shootout 3, like, the the Ty Dolla song is from like last summer. Mm, not the Ty, yeah, not the Ty Dolla song. Um, Ooh, yeah. There's a, no, no, that one was. There's another record that he put out that was really old. Hold on. Okay, maybe they. Okay, and maybe I'm thinking of something else. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ty Dolla song record is old. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a minute. Yep. Um, I've tracked by track notes. If you want to get going on this, sure. <laughs> do Do you not? Of course not. Okay. Um. We could we could try to be quick because we still have a whole other game project to talk about. Um, when did everybody decide that they wanted to do Meek Mill style piano intros? When dreams and nightmares became what it was right. or what it is. That's basically what Cold Summer is. Absolutely. Is I like you know beats fine, say rap music. I think this is fine. <laughs> yeah, but because it's such a it's such a grab, and the next record is so polarizing, I don't need it. Hmm. So the next record's polarizing. That's interesting. I haven't been paying attention to what people have been saying about it. Let's talk about bombs. So what I mean by polarizing is, is this is so obviously the intro. Oh. Because it's it's just, it's dramatic. Right, 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 right. It's the Bulls theme and it's fab rapidy rapping. Like, yeah. if you're going to give me what you give me on this project and you just give, like, but you give your core audience, you give your mixtape audience bombs, I'm cool. Because Cold Summer's not going to pop because it's right. just, it's a, it's a meek. Rip. It's a Meek rip, right? He's doing Meek a couple times on this. Uh, he's doing a couple people on this album. But, but yeah, we'll get there. Well, so bombs. So this is produced by Street Runner. I mean, first of all, Fab knows his audience with this sample, right? Of course, of course. It's really weird to hear Fab use these new flows. Not, not on this record, though. He is a little bit. You don't think so? <sighs> it, no, not as much as it is on the other ninety percent of this album. <laughs> uh, I think bombs is fine. It's cool. It's cool. I don't I don't hate it. It's straight. It's straight. Yeah. There's a little run here that is uh like talk to me nicely in cap. I'm I have no, no interest in either. No. Yeah. Super generic. There's actually there's a let's be honest, there's a lot of generic stuff on this project to me. Yes. Um Gone for the Summer with A Boogie was really jarring. <laughs> Bruh. I was not expecting to hear that <laughs> sample with those drums. I was like, huh. It's a very New York thing to do. It's so New York. It is, but uh, people, this, okay, here's why, here's why, eh, because a lot of people have this as the best song on the album because of the sample. Whoa. Yes. No, it's not. There's uh, two, I'd say there's two obvious choices. (laughs) I'm wondering if we're picking the same song. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. 
because you can't do this to taken in blood like i'm i'm all for the taking the 90 sample and updating it i'm right. all for that i wish i could get like some more of those records myself but you're like hint 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 yes <laughs> i've definitely been sending stuff to people like hey sample this but dude n- no no not not for taking in blood not for taking in blood i hold that song very dear that that's upper echelon nas for me mm. like not even just the 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 verses the beat it the beat itself on the original is ridiculous so and i'm, I'm good i'm good i respect it but no nah, i'm good uh the tory lane's record seasons change i can totally skip that was definitely like a chick's tape left over i'm surprised we haven't listened to it. well i am i'm i'm not surprised but you know what tory does with chick's tape we didn't even talk about that and clearing all those samples and all that stuff yeah i saw i saw some of that online and i was like wait how many samples did he clear what's going on every, every song is a sample it's for, he for, basically just does marcus graham <laughs> he basically did the 50 marcus graham but um, just got the original artist on there and they i guess they didn't charge him. i, I want to give fab credit for something he is like he is in that upper echelon of rappers who make songs designed for Instagram. Sure, daydreaming, strike three out the gate. <laughs> um, how how many Instagram captions will you see that say "Thinking about my baby, I'd be daydreaming this winter"? Just you know, hypothetically. <sighs> I just <laughs> why is Fab rapping like Meek on this record? Like not even the flow. Like he's even almost using like a yelling Fab voice. Yeah, he does do that quite a bit on this album. I, I, I don't have any. I don't have. Don't any, have I don't answers. have it. Yeah. No, unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, the, I'm. I'm good. Yeah, I, I agree. Like this. Um, another generic song, "My Mind." Um, this begins the uh, hitmaker stretch of the project. There's like Here four songs in a row that have hitmaker on it. Um, mm-hmm. My mind is uh, it's really just so generic. Could not be more mm-hmm. generic to me. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with skipping this. All right, we're going. We're moving. We need to talk about Choosy, though. <laughs> Why do we need to talk about Choosy? Because that actually works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, this is good. No, it's not. This is a, First of all, it's a spring record. I don't know what it's doing here. But this you don't like this? Yeah. Listen, he asked you. He, he said it, Doc. You ever catch a cold in the summer? Stop. <laughs> Fab, Fab really, really goes hard for the uh, the smart dumb stuff. Yes, fake deep, a lot of fake deep. Yes, there's a song on here that is really just like peak fake deep. We'll get to, but wait, you don't like Choosy? No, no, he's like a year too late on on the he, he uh, Afro beat wave. He is, he is, and uh, you know, considering the first song from this is from 2018, I wonder, you know, how old this is. Hmm. But uh, I like choosy. I like Jeremiah. I like choosy. I think this. Kind of, I think this totally works. This is a perfect New York City record. Okay. I don't need the Ty Dolla Sign record though. Oh yeah. Not at all. Super generic. I'm. I'm so over Ty Dolla right now. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of God. Outside of uh, Kanye's album. I haven't listened to that at all. Mm. <laughs> Just not a bit. Oh man. Okay. We'll talk about when we do our end. Of the, I'm sure we'll do something for the end of the year. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. You man, uh, two chains shows up for options along with Gucci Mane. Yep. How do you feel about? <laughs> that's how you feel about it, huh? Yep. Pretty much. I um, I think the beat totally works. 
Okay. Um, I think it's a nice like trap update to that sample. The rest of it's pretty generic though. Every, most people, like everyone's phoning it in their verse. Yes. So let's talk about the best song on the album. Which is? Insecure. <laughs> We're so easy to please. Oh, the sample. <laughs> We're so easy to please. We are so easy to please. We're trash. I heard this sample and I was so mad. So then, mad. I was mad and then I heard the A-Rap music drop and I was like, okay. Because A-Rap does pretty good with like obvious R&B samples. No, I was mad that like, it's one of those, you, you must hear, sometimes you must hear like somebody rap and you're like, man, I'm mad I didn't think about that. Absolutely. I hear this time. and I was like, oh. Yeah. This beat is fantastic. It, that, it's, a, it's, a, it's a layup. Such a layup. Like Such some, things a layup. Just, some things just write themselves. Such a layup. He does call himself Fably Cooper. Oh my though. god! Oh my god! And then rhymes that with gladly Uber, which okay. What's hey Doc? What's worse, uh, Fably Cooper or Chaining Tatum? I think Fably Cooper. <laughs> it might be worse. <laughs> Some struggle struggle bars on here. There's a lot of struggle bars on this album. Like we we haven't. I couldn't. I should have wrote them all down. I didn't. There's there's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of just like he's really just rapping in straight up Instagram captions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that's super interesting. Um, you know, I realized listening to this, like when when Fab makes he, like a lot, like a lot. There's a lot of songs in here that I would describe as being about relationship drama. Yeah, which is just not my life at all in any way, shape, or form. And that's Correct. why I I have such a hard time identifying with this. Correct. Cause I'm just like, is it really like, how many songs can you make where it's like I, us against the world or like, oh, okay, relax, <laughs> just relax. Us against the world. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. It would help if the songs were better. Yes. They sound like they're like generically designed to be slipped into a playlist. Yes. Anything else you got anything about in front of me? No, keep going. No, um, no, friend. A song called Frenemies. Like, come on, dog. Listen, time might be peak fake deep fabulous. Oh man! As he's doing the intro, I was driving around in my car, and as soon as he said, "Somebody told me the greatest gift you can give somebody is," I pretty much said word for word the rest of his intro because I knew exactly <laughs> what he was gonna say. Oh, oh, fab. Yep. Nope. You no, know, and it's all like, you know. Oh, every, it's all relationship drama, but don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you a watch or something. It's like, okay. <laughs> how many times can you make the same song? I, I feel you. I feel you. All right. I feel you. Um, nothing really interesting to say. Again, us versus the world. <laughs> yeah. Again. Again. Um, I, it, I, I, I kind of laughed when I heard the some cut sample. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, there's been a few people sampling that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um I don't really have anything else to say. This is definitely the I got caught cheating a bunch of times, so let me like overcompensate album. Absolutely. Oh. Um, you know, I just realized like cause Tana's on this, she also does a lot of dramatic relationship songs. Mm-hmm. That's her that's her that's her bag. But I feel like that's pretty much what all R and B is right now. It's a bunch of like raspy voiced you know, women making, singing about relationship drama. I know that's like a, that's like a, that's like an evergreen topic. I get that. But I just feel like we're really in that, 
Like maybe that's just like what like you know Spotify stats and Apple Music stats tell people this is what people are listening to, so make more of it. Yeah, yeah, but it's just yeah, yeah, and it just all runs into each other. Like I don't, you know, your Ari Linux and your Scissors and your Summer Walkers. We didn't talk about Summer Walker and her whole mental health celebrity thing that's a whole other conversation but like a lot of that just it just all runs into each other and it's why i prefer somebody like alex osley who was doing that style before it was popular but a lot of her music actually all of her like none of her music is toxic even the i'm not on the best of terms with my significant other right now music is still really mature i appreciate that at 35 i don't like i i can't i to your point doc i'm just not in that just not in that place man you know nor do i want to be there you talked about how this is clearly the I messed up album. Mm-hmm. Man. And and the capper on all that is too late. <laughs> <sighs> Bink and Hitmaker and DJ Khalil is a weird combination. It sh- and it should work. It should work. There's something not right about it. Is it. I don't know if it's too slow. I don't know if it's like... Is it like Bink did the sample and then like Khalil did the drums and Hitmaker did, I don't know, something? Like, I'm not really sure what happened here. It just, it should be better than it is. It should be doing more than what it does. Hmm. That's like, the problem. But by this point in the project, Fab has, has this is just peak Instagram captions. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I, I could start, but I won't, I won't, I won't do the Doc Reads from Genius portion of the show. Um, <laughs> Doc reads from genius. I appreciate that Fab has different lanes that he's in. Sure, this mm-hmm. is not my favorite Fab lane. Correct. This is in fact my least favorite. Mm. He needs another soul tape. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I would even take another Friday Night Freestyles. Sure, but yeah, I, it's time for. I think Soul Tape Three was what well, had to have been like fifteen. It's been a while. Maybe he doesn't want to deal with the headaches of like samples and stuff. I don't know. I mean, there's samples on this. Yeah, there are. Do I think he's clearing them? Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> whole other question. Whole other question. All right. Um, I think we I think we got to talk about your man, your man game. Okay. Let's do it. He's quitting rap. Yes. Um, do we believe him? Well. Do we, do we believe anybody when they say they're quitting rap? Well, I mean, we remember there was a, a record on game's second album called One Blood where he infamously rapped. Uh, you 38 and you're still rapping UG. And I think one of the first lines on this album, he talks about how he's 39. Yeah. So maybe. Um, what was the, what, trying to think, what was the last like dope game project? Oh, documentary too. I don't think, I, that's the thing about game. Like say what you want about him, but he knows how to pick a beat <laughs> and a hook. So, sometimes. Like his, his ear is not his ear is not the problem. I always think of Documentary Two and Documentary Two Point Five as being the same project, but they're not. They're not. No, Two Point Five is super West Coast. Yeah. Wait, was yeah, it no. nineteen? Was nineteen ninety two? Is that the song I'm thinking? Nineteen ninety two had a bunch of samples on it. It does. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, right, because it's got "However Do You Want It." <laughs> I grew up on Wu Tang. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, I always forget about these uh, his album titles. But anyway. So he so he's back with uh, with Born to Rap, his last project. Um, I want to go track by track on this. I think it's a very first of all, it's way too long. It's ridiculously long. But there are, I mean, there are some audacious moments on this project. Okay, let's talk about them. So 
Well, we can, so <laughs> let's 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 skip through some of these songs that are less audacious. So you got Ed Sheeran on the intro. Mm-hmm. Okay, weird flex. Cool. <laughs> and um, the outro. And the outro. That's a, that's a super rapper move. Like I'm gonna get Ed Sheeran on the intro and the outro. Yeah, I get it. The first actual song on here, "No Smoke" with Miguel and Travis Barker. Um. It's so interesting, like as rappers get older, to see like what kind of what kind, like where they where their sound kind of settles in, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he certainly will rap on modern stuff as well. But like you can tell, he loves these kind of like this song. Might as well be like a late two thousands Just Blaze song. Absolutely, he loves those kind of records. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things he raps about on here, which is a, a absolute trend, so much a trend that there's a whole like Nipsey interlude, basically, or skit or outro about it. He really sees himself as like the link between the old West and the new West. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's fair? Um, I could see how he would say that. I could <laughs> that, see that. So, so no, is that what you're? <laughs> well, no, I mean like who else would it be? Honestly, because he's the guy, you know, when the West coast was not moving like that, right. he was the guy who brought California back to the mainstream's attention. Yeah. Um, he's got albums that a lot of people would consider to be classics. Um, I think he, I th- yeah, I think he's the bridge. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. Uh, that take. Do you like No Smoke? Nah, I would have liked it ten years ago. Yeah, it's it feels like it's ten years old. Yeah, I'm um, good. So Dom Kennedy is the executive producer of this album, and he makes a couple appearances. Um, yes, I do not like him on Five Hundred Dollar Candles. <sighs> also, I'm confused. Is it like are the candles five hundred dollars? Is he burning five one hundred dollar candles or five hundred dollar candles? <laughs> Doc. Because I heard this and I was like, who buys a five? What kind of flexes? Man, I'm burning $500 candles. <laughs> That's wordplay, though. That's bars, though. Like $500 candles? Is it $500 candles or is it $500 candles? That's a bar. <laughs> oh, my God, Doc. You, you're hilarious. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like Dom on this. Um, how do you feel about $500 candles? Um... It's pretty much reoccurring on this album that like the production is really, really dope, but I'm not crazy about game on it. Mm. Name dropping Dr. Dre and Oh man, the name dropping gets there's there are some songs that are gets gets a little crazy. Gets a little crazy. I don't know. I think 500 candles is fine. I think the beat is fine. It's very gameish, right? I mean, I'll say this like he knows like if you're a fan of game, then like he's not changing anything up on this project. Correct. I agree with you. If anything, he's like doubling down on like the. <laughs> yeah, man, this is we're about to enter a run where there's a lot of audaciousness happening. Um, okay. When I heard the light produced by Tech Beats, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, oh, <laughs> no. I th- I thought it was weird because uh, Little Brother had just flipped it. Mm, I forgot about that. I forgot about that Little Brother album. Um, don't do that. I, but as I'm listening, he's running the whole, you know, the whole intro, um, the whole God, the whole song. Oh my God! But like he, he, but like he lets the whole, he, he lets that. He doesn't just sample like a little bit. He lets it go a couple more bars. And I kept waiting, but I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I wonder how they're gonna flip this. But then it's just a totally different beat that has nothing to do with that sample. Um, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. The beat is fine, but oh my goodness, the name dropping in this second verse. I didn't even get that far. Uh, Wu-Tang, Capone Noriega, Nikki, Cardi B. 
he once again talks a reoccurring theme on this album is like he's really unhappy that he's never done a song with jay-z <laughs> he talks about it like at least three different times in this album yeah yeah um yeah this is skippable it's fine it's fine. yeah yeah no, the, the most audacious moment to me when i so i tweeted about this this is the song i tweeted about i'm in the car i was yeah. driving to pick a friend up at the airport i'm listening to this album and i'm and i hear you know the opening you know i hear the the opening kick right because i know this beat very well from devil's pie and i shouted out loud thankfully i was the only person in the car i was just like no <laughs> i don't know why i didn't think that was i don't know why i didn't think that was the one that you were going with of course it was i have a lot of questions here we go okay so i mean i'm using uh cheesy air quotes here this is uh produced by tech beats this is a straight loop of Devil's Pie. You could have, the instrumental was available. <laughs> I think that's all it is. He's just rapping over it. No, 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 no. He looped over the first eight bars. I'm saying well, the actual oh, right. instrumental is available. It is. It is. That, that, that bothers me because this isn't a good loop. I take it back to my docking Big T days. <laughs> I'm like, you just looped it. Like you didn't even try to add any different pieces well they did a little bit they took the acapella and stuff but no i should i should bring the gong back for our project Ooh, i'm kidding i'm not bringing the gong. no i'm serious i mean like nobody will get it but it's yeah. fine um why re-sing the hook uh you totally re-sing the hook you it, sing the hook it it's worse like what <laughs> you you just say you didn't even it's not even like you flip the beat and you probably like it's just the beat and then it's a worse way to sing the hook. Except, what does Carmen Electra have to do with any of this? <laughs> That's my problem. That is my problem. Because just call it Devil's Pie. Just call it Devil's Pie. Because like Angel Angel's Cake, something I don't know. <laughs> Angel's Cake. Yeah, because sneaking in the Carmen Electra. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Keep it a Devil's Pie. It is what it is. That's the song. That's where everybody's mind goes. So stay there. <laughs> I can't tell if someone's like being serious or ironic or what. The first comment on uh, under the song on Genius, it says best beat on the album. <laughs> I, I, want, I wonder why. But no, like I'm trying to figure out like, you think they know? No, that's I think that's what we talk about with um, narratives. There's literally a generation that does not know. They don't know that that's D'Angelo. I know, I know. They're like, wow, what is this beat? It's like, just stop it. Yeah, um, they don't know. I'm, I'm out on Carmen Electra. I'm good. Okay, yep. Dead homies, no, not a fan. Okay. I don't know. Incredibly stupid chorus. Uh, the beat is super sleepy. There's a lot of struggle bars. Like, I, yeah, I can't even. I, I was going to I was gonna quote something that Game says, but it's just really, anyway. Um, I'm good. Um, man, Gold Daytona's. I was like, boy, this man will really sample anything. Anything. But you know what? I actually think this is like this beat is well executed. I mean, it, that's a that's a layup. <laughs> My problem is I think I have to get over like I have to just embrace the the ridiculousness of this stuff and just be like, yeah, sample it. Why not? Yep. yep. Um, but again, I don't really like Dom Kennedy on this. Mm. I don't think he's bringing anything in this, but like I'm not mad at this beat. Yeah, you know, I really like Dom and I really appreciate like what he brought to the to the West Coast. Um and in that like that blog era of rap. Yeah. Um 
but it's like it's hit, it's been hit and miss for a while since Get Home Safely. It was a it was definitely definitely that Nipsey verse kind of saved him on a uh, on Nipsey's album. Saved him a lot because he was he was kind of out of here. So now people are kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt because of his relationship with Nipsey and because of the verse. But he doesn't do this album any favors. But I'll wait and see because I'm hearing that he's recording and the album sounds really good. But of course, that's what you hear, right? Right, right. I heard the album and it's not good. Like, that's not, that doesn't really happen. Right. Um, but yeah, so how do you feel like Gold Daytona's? Uh, it, I mean, it's okay. Again, like, pretty much yeah. the same thing. Like, beat is dope, beat is straight, and game is name dropping. So, yeah. So when West Side came out as a single, did we talk about it? Not at all. Boy. I mean, I don't need to repeat it. He's gotten a lot of flack. I'm, I'm guessing he's gotten a ton of flack for rapping exactly like Tupac on this. Um, it's kind of the point. Yeah. You know, what the, you know, it's funny, right? Because like there have been um, rappers with flows who have been like people have paid homage to over the years, right? Like mm-hmm. I think like Mace's like 97 flow, like folks like Pusha T have like done callbacks to that at times and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's one thing when you like mimic someone's like trademark flow and it's a different thing when you like also try to imitate their voice mm, mm-hmm. right like on that fab project we just talked about <laughs> it's one thing to to use meek's flow but then when he also tries to do the the meek yelling thing yeah then it's really it's like a different level i agree and that's where i'm at with west side yeah okay. like, i think i think the beat totally works uh, no not a fan nah nah it's really, really, really generic. Like it's just not. It's just not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good. I'm good. I'm straight. No, thank you. Um. So let's skip. I mean, let's skip around because there's like, uh, forty ounce love is pretty skippable to me. Gucci flip flops is produced by Swizz. Um, I, I think it's not bad. What do you feel about that one? It's okay. Yeah, all right. It's okay. It, all right. Let, let, let's switch this up because let me ask you this: <laughs> Is there is there are there songs in here that you like? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about those. What do you like? Okay. Let me pull. Let me pull them up. Um, the Nipsey verse is really sad. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like them using the uh the sample as a that's just sample, right? It's your Le- boy Lamont Dozier. Yeah, I just thought about a uh Faramonch Mayor. Yeah, yeah it's this- it's Mayor. It's uh the song's called Roses. It's a fantastic sample. I've sampled it before many times. It's also um uh what's the Shine record that Kanye produced? Um, that's not more or less. Yes, it is. Same song. It's an incredible song with a lot of different parts to it. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nipsey versus Dope. Um, I, I like what they were attempting to do with I Didn't Want to Write This Song. You know, the Nipsey yeah. tribute sampling. I wonder if Heaven Got a Ghetto. You know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for obvious samples, but it's a little too dramatic. Mm. It's a little too dramatic. I needed drums. I needed drums. Um, I really like Stainless. Like, I really like Stainless. Um think replaying the picture me rolling sample with a with like a uh with the guitars super dope it just works and anderson pot kills that hook um and the record that i really really like yeah believe it or not is a uh, blood thicker than water shout out to street runner for pitching that sample up <laughs> man yeah that record is super that's a really good record it's a good song um yeah i don't need anything how do you feel about rewind too who on earth thought to themselves, <laughs> you know what song I want to remake? Rewind. He said, who on earth? Yeah, I agree. Oh, he was high. He was high. You already know what time it was. He was high. 
Do people like rewind? It's it's you talked about fake deep. Come on, oh, man. Nas, yo, deep. man. What if what if I told a story, but I told it backwards? My favorite part about when you imitate late '90s, early 2000s Nas is you totally give him the belly back to Africa voice every time. I, you know, it's funny because when I when I do that, I think of a. Uh, uh, I gave you power more than belly. Oh, I mean, it's really the same era. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's like it's I'm like a I'm gun. gun. <laughs> Yo, Sonny's a gun. Ah! But that beat drop is like top five. That beat drop is insane. <sighs> and I gave you power? Yeah. That's a great beat. Shout out to Primo. So um, things I wasn't prepared for on this project. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wasn't prepared for him to completely take an entire section of what Pun wrapped on Still Not a Player. I didn't even get that far. What was that on? Uh, Stay Down with Bryson Tiller. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. No, he really just, it's just like he's rapping like word for word Pun's verse. <laughs> Gotta get that album done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of like I like the sample on on that Twenty One Savage beat. I don't think he fits on that first beat at all, but there's a beat switch, and I think he's better on the second. Twenty One Savage fits the the second beat better, but yep. Um, and I, the title of it's just the song title "Hug the Block" cracks me up because it sounds like Dipset in '05. Absolutely, that's uh, that's Jr. Ryder and Chubby Baby. <laughs> I like the beat though. I was not expecting uh, them to bring back uh, the hook from Selfish. Oh yeah, 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 cause that's uh, that's the song about his brother. That's the song about Big yeah. Face. Yeah. yeah, sure, interesting. Yep, that actually made me feel bad about all the songs that I've written about other people. Really? Yeah, cause I'm like, yo, this is really messy and unnecessary. Yeah, like just call him. Sure, <laughs> brother, give him a call. How'd you feel about Cross on Jesus Back? <sighs> like, all right, game. <laughs> okay, sure. Cross on Jesus Back. We get it. Yeah, not you know, gang, you know, gangster rappers always do that. So whatever, whatever. You know, it's like you know they even hate it on just like okay, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming, game. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no, I'm good. This is I'm way good. too long, though. That's the problem. Could you make a if you cut this in half? Was that is that are we are we in a better place or do we need to cut more? I think we need to cut more and we need to get another rapper. <laughs> oh no. The production is fine. The hooks are fine. The guest appearances are fine. It's game. Yeah. And, you know, he got help on this project. It looks like from the credits. I was texting you about this earlier, but you look in the credits. Stat Quo has writing credits on like two thirds of this project. That's a name I did not expect to hear when you texted me. Kind of weird for an album called Born to Rap. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe he that's needed help one. on the hooks or something. I'm not really sure. Like, it's <laughs> it's weird because um, you know he raps with. He's a guy who has a tremendous chip on his shoulder. He clearly feels like he does. He like he is not given his proper due. Yeah. So you know, seems a little strange. Um, it's way too long. You could you could really chop. You could cut this to like a third of its current size. Yeah. And you might be onto something. Yeah. <sighs> a third. I'm I'm cool with that. Like eight, eight songs. Yeah, I I, I stretch it to ten. It's been pretty generous. nice round number. Yeah, nice round number. Ten, ten, but you're including like you know Carmen Electra just for the lols, right? Uh, just so people I can don't go. Include- oh, yeah, you kind of need those moments nowadays. But we gotta keep people I'm, talking. Yeah, get the people going. Um, yeah, 
I'm I'm, right. I'm good with game though. I'm good. <sighs> yeah, but understand. I didn't really get to like really just talk about how good the production is. I'm not going to. But <laughs> see, you you've mentioned that. I think it's, I think it's fine. I don't think the production's great. I think it's good. You disagree. It's, it's not not that I disagree. Like I don't think you're wrong. Um, it range. I mean, it ranges from good to great. So what I'm saying is, it's like it's not a it's not a stark uh, place of opinion where you think it's trash and I think it's great. Um, if you think it's good and I think it's pretty good, then yeah, you yeah. know we're still in the same ballpark. Sure. So yeah, it's pretty good. But the the thing is, like, the beats aren't good enough to, like, to make me overlook, you know. Correct. The the gamery on 100, you know. Correct. That's right. Running from the police, that's right. Yeah. Correct. Are any of the projects we talked about today going to make their way into into your end of the year consideration? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I was actually shocked that we had a lot to talk about because it's been kind of dry lately. Um, But no, no. No. What about you? No, I don't think so. No, I think I'm good. Um, I have no idea what my end of the year list is going to look like. I'm actually at this point, I'm I'm way more interested in talking about like our end of the decade stuff. But at some point we got to put together an end of the year list. Uh, what if we just did five albums? <laughs> just do our and, favorites. Just do our favorites. Yeah, because here's the problem. The problem is, it's not that the music was whack, but I just feel like there was a lot that we didn't get to because there was so much like... I don't even know what was available. Like, I, I wish I wish that it was how it was for us, you know, 15 years ago where we were on the computer all day just downloading music because we could. There wasn't nearly and, as much music 15 years ago. There's way, yeah. more, way more music now. Way more music now. So if it was a lot back then and it was harder to get, now it's easy to get. So it's just a whole, just a lot. Yeah. And so I'm positive we're missing stuff. I know we are, you know, so... I don't know. So I don't want to say, so when I say, oh, is it only five albums? It's not because this year sucked. It was just, it was just, this year, this year was weird. So I feel like this is a transitional year. I feel like a lot is going to happen next year. Everybody has to drop next year with the exception of maybe Jay. But I feel like Jay, 2020, Jay can't help himself. Jay, Pusha. Z? Oh. Drake. Kendrick. Kendrick. Yep. Cole. Yeah. On the R&B yeah. side, maybe Rihanna finally, maybe Beyonce. Yep. Frank. Frank. Yep. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be busy. Um, anything else you want to talk about this week? No, I'm good. We've, we've, we've done enough. Uh, so remind everybody, uh, you have, uh, a new song coming out Friday. Yes. This Friday, uh, woke on all streaming platforms produced by my man SB courtesy of elect recordings. Uh, that will be available. Uh, you can still get snooze button five right now at armandwakeup.com. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the month of December off from emails. I'm sending an email out tomorrow, and that will be my last email for the year. So if you want to hear from me, I'll probably just be posting stuff on Instagram and on Clock Radio Speakers. So that's it. So thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, we appreciate it. Uh, if you are interested in the show and you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And as always, we really appreciate our Patreon subscribers. They get a free pre-show every week and we try to throw some some bonus things there's uh their way uh, as often as we can and we're gonna we're gonna continue to do that so thank you all for being patreon subscribers and uh i'm guessing considering all the stuff we've got going on uh with trying to wrap up end of the year we're probably gonna be back be back next week but we'll figure that out yeah uh either way we'll be back soon and uh yeah that's it